0: interesting thought process that's a great great question
1: oh that's really hard oh my god i didn't realize it's gonna be like this wow that's a good question another uh, uh good but difficult question welcome to casual conversations with your host mike Oppenheim. Hi, everyone, and thanks so much for checking in to another Casual Conversations with Mike Oppenheim. Um, this episode, number four, I'm so excited because I have one of my favorite people in the whole, 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 whole world with me. And it's my aunt, my Aunt Celeste. And she's on the phone. Hi, Aunt Celeste.
0: Hi there, Mike. It's good to talk to you because I never get to.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. And it's funny because I communicate with you on a weekly basis at the very least and more often than that usually, but all via email. So. Right. And uh You do visit us here, and I never visit you there, but um, someday that will change when I have children who aren't young. (laughs) We have three mandatory questions we always ask at the beginning of the interview, and it is, what is your age, where did you grow up, and what generation, if any, do you consider yourself a member of?
0: I'm 78 years old. I haven't grown up yet, and uh, I really don't know. Uh, I think I'm a boomer, aren't I?
1: Uh, you know, it's funny, because you were technically born, like, during World War Two. Yeah. So I know the baby boomers are supposed to be the children conceived after, um, but I'm not sure. I, I know my grandfather, your father, uh, and my grandmother, you were conceived before he went to the war, right? Correct. Yeah. So I think, technically, you're part of the greatest generation, although that's a little weird for me, because you didn't actually, like, fight in World War Two. <laughs> I mean, you were probably screaming in diapers, but...
0: Yes, because... Uh... Dad hadn't he'd been drafted, but he hadn't gone overseas yet when I was born.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm not sure, but I do know that uh by my standard, I put you in the generation before the baby boomers, and it's based on one simple statement you've made repeatedly, which is that my mother, your sister, who is four years younger than you and certainly a baby boomer, like literally conceived when he came home and all that, uh She was, you know, a hippie in the 60s and she smoked pot for a while and that kind of stuff. And I know that you have said you never tried it and never went down that uh, culture path. So that's how I see you as being from a different generation than her.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. But it's not that people from your generation can't smoke marijuana and it's not that people from my mother's have to. It's more that I don't even think your peer group was like part of that. Like,
0: Well, I was I was around it, but I never tried it, even though I smoked regular cigarettes because I was afraid I'd get the munchies and I didn't
1: need any help with that your fears are right I can tell you as someone who's dabbled in the art of smoking marijuana the munchies are almost a requirement but um when I said uh where did you grow up and you said you weren't done growing up I just meant like literally your what area are you from and I can fill that in for you it's Tampa but do you want to comment on that at all
0: well I grew up in Tampa I left Right before I was 21, so I still had some growing, a lot of growing up to do.
1: And actually, you know, I'm going to ask this question now because I think it's kind of a fun question. Uh, we have uh, 50 states in the Union, and I would say that the majority of jokes about states are made about Texas, Florida, and California. But that's because they're like the three biggest states that kind of all butt heads. And then meanwhile, most of the jokes about culture in America involves someone from West Virginia or Alabama, which is where you live. So this is your your grand chance right now to either defend or further vilify the state of Alabama because I have a feeling most of the members of our audience know next to nothing about it except, like I said, the cliches and stereotypes we hear in like late-night shows and stuff like that.
0: It's a beautiful state, but it's still
1: backwards. Got it. So that's interesting. Um, Well, I've always been fascinated by it, and I have technically been there a few times, and I did visit you in college, and it was one of my most memorable trips of my life. Um, And when you say it's backwards, and this is actually, believe it or not, part of the overall interview structure, can you explain that to me with your version of morality and philosophy? So meaning like backwards, meaning what, and then how does that tie into your overall outlook on life?
0: Okay, it's very difficult for me to find... A lot of people who think like I do, who are as open-minded as I am, and who aren't very closed-minded about social issues that I feel strongly about.
1: And how did you become a strong-feeling person about social issues?
0: Probably because I was raised without prejudice.
1: Interesting. Wow. And this is me being very disrespectful of people your age. I feel like you grew up in a time of extreme prejudice and I can give like literal examples. Like you grew up in a state that still follows. Hey everyone, that's it for the free version of this podcast. If you want to hear the full one, just head over to mikeyop.com and become a premium subscriber. That's M-I-K-E-Y-O-P-P dot com. Thanks for listening.